Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save Your life To be powered by love Well last weekend I went to a water park With my kids an indoor water park. And so as we got there and went into the pool area, I thought what every adult thinks when you go into the pool area of a water park, I can't wait for everyone to see my half-naked body. <laughs> Won't this be great, you know? Uh, I don't think any of us as adults are real excited about walking around uh, in our swimsuits, and even if it is a fun time, it's just so exposing, isn't it? Um, a trip to the water park tells you a lot about everyone's life decisions as, uh, as you're arriving. You kind of see, you see a lot of what's been happening in people's lives. You get there and you see, oh my gosh, look at all these tattoos you wouldn't normally see. Those are usually uncovered. I see some, I think, wow, that was maybe really cool when you were 19, but I don't know about now as... You know, 40-year-old mom, you might be thinking that, thinking again there, or get there with your tan lines. There's lots of tan lines. I take off my shirt, and because of my farmer's tan, it looks like I'm still wearing a white shirt. Uh, I see these women who have, I know, spent hundreds of dollars on their hair to get it styled and colored just right, and then it's just wet and sloppy, you know? They have a, you know, mascara running down their face. They look like a long-haired raccoon fell into a washing machine. It was not on the gentle cycle, folks, you know? No one is looking great. Guys who have the perfect comb over that covers that little spot, now we're in the lazy river, and it's just, it's free. A trip to the water park really shows. You know, the Bible says the body is a temple. And at the water park, you see how we're doing, taking care of uh, the temples we've been given. There's just not much to be hid. We're just so exposed. And so you get to the water park, and you have an option, right? You have a choice. Am I going to jump in the water, or am I going to sit on the edge, right? You could just stay on the edge of the pool. There's chairs around there. You could stay fully clothed in that 90-degree heat and humidity and just... <laughs> Just sweat it out, and uh, you know you could sit there and cover up all those insecurities, and maybe you could just you know have a little enjoyment just watching everyone else's uh, you know look at the people around you, or you can take off the t-shirt, the cover up, and jump in the water. And which one's more fun? Uh, in the end, I'm there with my kids, and they don't care about any of my insecurities. They just want to have fun. And the reality is, life is better when we just accept our own shortcomings, our own uh, insecurities, as well as those around us, and just jump into the pool. 
I think this is true beyond just the water park, of course, too. When we can accept what's going on, which is what happens at the water park, you just say, well, here we all are uh, in our swimsuits, uh, all of us here today, you know, uh, I'm going to see you, you're going to see me, and let's just get over it and get down to the business of having fun in this place. When we can accept ourselves and accept others, man, life is just better. We had a darn fun time at that water park, a lot more fun than we would have if I would have just sat on the side and, you know, sweated in my sweatshirt. This is life, this calling to accept ourselves and accept others that makes the world such a better place. And this isn't just my idea, uh, believe it or not, this is actually one of the ideas of Jesus who said this, love your neighbor as yourself. Have you maybe heard that one before? Uh, Loving your neighbor actually starts with loving yourself. And actually, Jesus stole this idea himself. He didn't come up with it. It comes from the book of Leviticus, that ancient book of the law, which also said, love your neighbor as yourself. You can't really fully love your neighbor if you aren't first able to love yourself. You can't fully love and accept others without loving and accepting yourself with all the shortcomings and insecurities you might carry with you. Loving our neighbors, we know, is a tenant of the faith, but so often we kind of ignore that fact that loving ourselves is where it all starts with. That's how this accepting thing that we're talking about today gets started. It was a dozen years ago when Elk River Lutheran Church was being formed that a group of people sat down to write a mission statement, a few words that would describe who we are as a church. And this is what they've came up with, which has continued to be our kind of North Star guiding our way for all these years. Uh, I wonder if you'd read it with me. Let's read together this mission statement. Trusting in God's grace and accepting joyful community, serving God and neighbor. This fall, we're starting this sermon series, We Are the Church, where we're exploring these things that make Elk River Lutheran Church, Elk River Lutheran Church. And we start today with that word uh, right there in the middle, accepting. A big part of who we are is accepting. Well, we heard this scripture reading from the book of Ephesians, which is actually Paul's letter to the Ephesians. And, uh, of course, uh, the story of Paul is an interesting story, especially when we think about it in terms of this word accepting. Because the Apostle Paul, he is one of the you know, most prolific teachers and preachers of the first century in the church. But he actually got his start in church leadership by persecuting the church. He started out as a a zealous Jewish persecutor of the church, going after these Christians who were practicing this perversion of the Jewish faith. They weren't following the Jewish laws fully, and so he helped them get punished. That was his role. And then all of a sudden, uh, the Bible tells us that Jesus, uh, the spirit or ghost of Jesus, appears to Paul and says, hey, Paul, cut it out. Turn it around. You're now going to be my teacher on the Christian side. And so he does. He turns his life around, and all of a sudden, he becomes this great teacher and preacher. He travels around from country to country, from city to city, teaching and preaching about Jesus. And when he starts all these churches in different communities, and he can't make it there very often because it's the first century and there's no airplanes or trains or anything like that, so he can't make it there very often. And so when he can't make it there, what does he do? He sends an email. 
I mean, he sends a letter, right? And so the letter to Ephesus is the letter of the Ephesians. What we call the book of Ephesians in the Bible is where he writes this reading that we read here today. These letters become the bulk of the New Testament. We have four stories of Jesus and then all these letters of Paul talking about God's grace and love and acceptance in these theological and profound ways. And so back to this Ephesians text, when we come to it, we come to the story, we realize that the Apostle Paul You can maybe imagine, because that story I just told, he wasn't accepted everywhere that he went. He would go into some places, and if there were already some Christians there, he'd go into the city and there were some Christians, they didn't trust him because what was his previous job? Persecutor of the Christians in church. So they didn't like him. They weren't sure what to make of him. And then on top of that, there were still other, you know, these kind of zealous religious leaders who were persecuting the church. And they didn't like Paul either because now all of a sudden he's a Christian. He's on that side. So Paul is used to going into places. And the Bible tells us often he would go in, he'd get beat up, they'd drag him out to the edge of town, and then he'd wander off to the next city. I don't know if you noticed at the beginning of this reading from Ephesians, it says Paul, a prisoner. Paul's actually in prison for doing this work when he writes this letter to the Ephesians. Paul is used to the fact that almost everywhere he goes, he is not accepted. But in some places, he is. And those places that will listen to him and listen to this message of love and acceptance and grace that he is preaching... Those become these churches in Ephesus, Philippi. You go down the list, all these books of the Bible that heard this message. And so it's those groups and that church in Ephesus that he says these words as he's talking about this life of faith together. He says, Speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by every ligament with which it is equipped, as each part is working properly, promotes the body's growth in building itself up in love. Paul is saying he knows it's tough to get along sometimes. And yet, we're called to speak the truth in love. And by doing so, we put love into action. It's both that simple and that difficult, at least according to Paul. Loving others starts with accepting yourself and being a part of this healthy body. It makes for a healthier church community. It makes for a healthier community as a whole when we put it into action. It really is that simple, at least according to St. Paul, at least according to Jesus, at least according to uh, the book of Leviticus, at least according to my experience at the water park, when we can accept ourselves, it opens us up to being more accepting and loving to other people. In large part, Elk River Lutheran Church was born out of a disagreement about LGBTQ folks and whether they should have a place in the church or in particular in church leadership. There were difficult conversations and fights, but from the beginning, Elk River Lutheran said, yes, of course, all of God's children have a place in God's church. And in 2014, Elk River Lutheran became a reconciling in Christ congregation at RIC Church to more formally proclaim that when we say all are welcome, we really mean it. Of course, this is only one part of our loving and accepting uh, life together, but it is an important part, especially because 
for so long, so many churches have done so much damage to the LGBTQ community that it's important for us to push against that, and we have. You know, I heard this uh, study just the other day that really kind of woke me up to the importance of this part of our identity, too. Gallup did a poll where one in five members of Generation Z, so Gen Z, this is our uh, youngest folks who are young adults or just becoming adults, one in five members of Gen Z identify as LGBTQ. One in five. That is a lot of young people who I desperately want to hear the message that they are blessed and loved children of God. And I am saddened by the fact that there are a lot of churches in our own community who won't share that message with them. We have an important calling as people of God to be accepting of all people. And this is one area, one place where we are called to this important work, God-ordained work to share God's message of love and grace and acceptance with all people. And it isn't just about this one group or that one group, but it is an overall calling to be loving and welcoming, to accept ourselves so that we can accept others, to love ourselves so that we can love others. So it makes me think, you know, if you're someone who is quick to snap or judge other people or to come uh, with that negative comment, if that is you, it might be time to kind of look in the mirror and think, wow, what do I need to kind of find and love and accept in myself that's keeping me from loving others? Or else I also think about if there's someone you know or someone you're close to who is always that kind of negative, judgmental person who's just kind of even almost mean sometimes, what is it and what are the ways that you can help that person see that they are loved and help them to love themselves so that they can love others more? That's what this thing is all about, to speak the truth in love. Accepting others begins with accepting ourselves. Loving our neighbors as ourselves begins with loving ourselves. And that's what we're called to, to love just as God has first loved us. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.